Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, 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 Internet, and welcome to Gaming Gumbo, episode 52, brought to you by Ready Check Radio. This is our weekly gaming wrap-up. I'm Mike Byrne, your host, as always. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, iTunes, Audible, Amazon Music, any of the bajillion places we are available, thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure while you're there, you click the subscribe, the follow, the like button, whatever it may be. Throw a comment in there. Feed those algorithms. And, of course, stop on by readycheckradio.com. If you're missing a social, we've got them all in the upper right-hand corner of the website for you. Just past 300 YouTube subscribers, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Closing in on the 600 on Twitch and uh, closing in on, I think, 200 on Twitter as well. So doing good. No, uh, it's all word of mouth, and it's all you. So it's free. Click that like button. We got a lot of news to cover today. Joining me to go over all of it, Mr. Jason Winter. What's up, sir? Uh, just the usual. The nothing, Nothing's up. Nothing's ever up. Honestly, why do you think anything's up with me? Nothing's ever up. Something's up. You got something standing up in the background, and it looks yeah, like the, yeah. the, the, the Eye of Sauron or the, the, one, the Ring of Power, something over there. Actually, yeah, that would be about correct. I kind of fell over. Oh, so it's not standing up. <laughs> fell over a little bit. Well, I remember we were talking about that ring game today, so I just put up my ring game. You know, my this is my original box from Lord of the Rings Online. See, now I got to look at the show notes. What? Oh, that ring. The, the ring. That yeah, that ring. ring. That ring. That. And ring. I also, I even have my manual here. Back when, remember when games had manuals? Games Ooh, don't need manuals. Snazzy. Like hundred pages. I can't, I can't uh, show it to you right now, Jason. But you, you might like this. I have the strategy guide for it. Oh, okay. I have the strategy. I, I, I think it's for the... What was the first expansion? Mines of Moria. Yeah, the, it's the guide for Mines yeah. of Moria. I never bought a strategy guide for an MMORPG because I knew they'd be invalidated. Yeah, and I didn't... Box. I don't know why I bought it because I didn't. I never got into Lotro like the way you did or anything. I think it was one of those things I saw at like a record exchange for $3 four or five years ago, and I was like, that's cool. I'm taking it. Yeah. Also on the line... Resident artist of Ready Check Radio sitting down in his chair low a little bit today. So oh, he's bust, okay. he's busting the busting the sag. It's, <laughs> it's Yod. What's up, boss? You know the usual stuff. Doing things, drinking tea, losing at guessing who wins awards, that type of thing. Yeah, well, we'll get <laughs> we'll get right to it. Uh, first off, before we start, though, obviously a lot going on in the world right now that is infinitely more important than the stuff we're going to talk about today. Uh, just trying to take everybody's mind off of things where where that will be beneficial for you. Our hearts, thoughts going out to everybody in the Ukraine. Absolutely a devastating situation, a pointless situation of mm -hmm. aggression. And so um, we obviously hope that that wraps up quickly and safely. Please stay safe. Tell your family, family you love them. And if you're not in the Ukraine, you know, maybe take a look at what's going on. Even game companies right now are doing exactly that. It's a rare instance of even some companies that we give a lot of flack for for being genuinely terrible companies. Uh, doing the right thing you know like even the ubisofts of the the world right now supplying extra funds to remote employees in the ukraine and housing assistance and it's it's good to see that kind of stuff it's bad to see what it takes to get that kind of stuff so um yeah stay safe and and our thoughts go with you um let's talk about some games we'll start with the dice awards those were two nights ago we were going to do a few more predictions, but I actually canceled the show last week so that I could test some remote streaming capabilities. Those tests went off great. So thank you for those of you that helped out watching some Final Fantasy TCG uh, drafting. Excuse me, got the hiccups. Uh, but the Dice Awards were there. We predicted, what, four or five categories, Jace? Five? Five categories. Five categories. And yeah, you do need to speak up. You're talking a little soft today. Five categories. All right. 
And Fuck. honestly, I don't remember what I even picked. So did we, I, I assume we did game of the year, right? Yes, we did game okay, of the year. So let's do that categories. one last. Go with any okay. other one first you want. What was the category? I'm going from the bottom then. The okay. Bottom. Outstanding achievement okay. in game design. In game design. Yes. Outstanding achievement in game design. It's pretty design. far down if you look at the website. Uh, the link that I gave? Okay. Uh, independent yeah. game. Yeah, ah, game see. design. So our nominees were Deathloop, Inscription, It Takes Two, Loop Hero, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I, I want to think that I probably took It Takes Two, but I could also see me taking Ratchet and Clank. You did choose It Takes Two, as did I, while Yod chose Deathloop. And It Takes Two walks away with the winner, Yod. Of course. Yeah, so... All right, we're off to a good start. Jason said somebody did come in first and somebody did come in third. There were no ties. So, mm -hmm. all right, I, 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 I'm pleasantly surprised that I'm plus one right now. What else? RPG of the year was one of our categories. RPG of the year. RPG this was Final Fantasy XIV, Endwalker, Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous, Shen Megami Tensei V, Tales of Arise, and Wilder Myth. Pathfinder and was on the, nominated? What the hell? Yeah, for? Pathfinder was nominated. Oh, yeah. Okay, anyway. I, and I feel like I this was one where my heart wanted to go Endwalker, but I think I picked you something different. You never choose your heart. You're always Yeah, that's why I just said. I Yeah, I wanted to go with yeah. my heart, but I probably picked Tales of Arise, I think. You did pick Tales of Arise. Yeah. I picked Shin Megami Tensei Five, And Yod, of course, took Endwalker because he's a simple man. So right. Like <laughs> hey, I enjoyed the game. <laughs> What can I say? I did too. I, and you know I, what? This is this is three shows now that when I've made predictions, I always say I, I, that's my heart, but I'm going to pick with my head. And my heart would be just absolutely killing it on all of them. So I'm going to start picking from the heart. <laughs> the actual I, winner is Mike's heart. Yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> Mike did not throw grammar. Jason, I think you almost said what like my brain said why this wouldn't win. It's an expansion to an already well-established RPG. Yeah. That's kind of where my mind was like, nah, it's going to go somewhere else. What else? Anyway, Outstanding Technical Achievement. Outstanding Technical, technical Achievement. Oh, okay. That was Battlefield 2042. <laughs> Which we which we laughed at even being nominated there. Yeah. Uh, Forza Horizon Five, Mon Cage, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Returnal. I, I mean, technically, what twenty forty two did was an achievement, but it wasn't a good <laughs> achievement. Well, it was made by Dice, so there you go. Dice mm. <laughs> awards. Zing, yeah. Do you remember what you picked for this one? I do not. You picked Forza Horizon Five. Oh, okay. Okay. Mike also picked Forza Horizon Five. And I picked Returnal. Okay, so... Uh-oh. And the winner was... Returnal. No. no you have the no. website open, man. Yeah, yeah. You can, I'm, I'm looking at it right <laughs> now. My oh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I'm sorry, yeah, I was yeah, looking at yeah. an outstanding achievement in audio design was Returnal. So we all screwed up. So everybody yep. screwed up there. All right, so we've got two categories left, and I believe we're all tied. I don't want all, yep. All right, all right, what's next? Next is Outstanding Achievement in Animation. In animation, animation, Call of Duty animation. Vanguard, Deathloop, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. I I don't know what I picked, but I seem to think Yod, you picked Kena just because yeah, I think I you love Kena. like how much of a Pixar movie that game right, is. Right, right. Because I so I thought the animation would be you know a shoe in for that one. What did I pick? I, I picked Kena as well for the pretty much the same reason because how pretty it was. So both of you picked Kena. What did I take? Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, oh. buddy. Ratchet and Clank Rift Ooh. Apart was the winner. Uh, was the winner there. So I guess that gives it away. Knowing that there are no ties, I have to be in first. Yeah, the question the is, game of the, year. the question is, which of the two of you comes in third? Game of the Year nominees were Deathloop, Inscription, It Takes Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Returnal. Wh what did we all pick? I mean, I, I, Mike, you and I picked the easy choice. We picked It Takes it Two. It Takes Two, yeah. And yeah, I took Ratchet and Clank. And It Takes Two walks away with the Game of the Year from the 25th Annual Dice Awards, putting me in first, Jason in second, Yod bringing up the rear in third. But, gentlemen, that was a close one. One, two, three. Yeah. That was a close one. Damn, we should have actually, like, picked more categories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Made it a little more interesting. We should have picked more categories. Hey, I got the testing I needed done, and the live streaming from a remote location mm -hmm. is, is good to go. 
is good to go. It's good. Yeah, so a big week of releases, gentlemen. Obviously the big one, the biggest, you know, for the last seven years, hashtag where's Elden Ring? Well, it's right here. <laughs> it's right here. Elden Ring now available on all the platforms. Have you played it? Like no. personally played it? No. no. Okay. I have. I've spent uh, hours <laughs> in this one already. Not as many as I would have liked, by the way. I was trying like crazy yesterday on MMO Bomb to like rationalize the multiplayer component of the game as being multiplayer enough for me to stream it on MMO Bomb. But <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, if you play the Souls series, you know the multiplayer. It's not a multiplayer game. Uh, even though there's some features there. The reviews, though, are hot. Now, the reviews were hot before the game came out, right? I mean, right. there were like 38 critic scores before release. Its Metacritic score right now on PC is a 95 across 39 critics. Here's the thing, Jason. I got to say... <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, I got to say... This is one that I would still say watch the watch the game for a while first. There are issues there are, particularly on PC, particularly with frame rate. There are other issues on all I, platforms that are genuinely worth being, you know, considered when you're talking about a purchase. And as I was watching the reviews came in come in Jason, I couldn't help but think and all these high scores are really coming from people who already had decided they liked the game very publicly in articles and stuff anyway. Like, how valid are the critical reviews right now? I don't I don't know. That was my thought, too. Because um, the, the link you gave us was, what was that, for, from uh, for Metacritic? The, yeah, the yeah, Metacritic for the PC version. And it was all critics reviews there was no like users well that there, there were no user reviews available yet the game hadn't launched right. yeah, yeah, yeah well when, when i checked it yeah and and all of it was like ultra favorable reviews even if they come it 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 almost felt like an, an episode of iron chef to me where even if they go this game has had so many issues on my pc but i loved it because <laughs> hmm. like the bottom review that i read was like even even though there was all these issues on, on my PC install and frame rate and this, uh, I still give it a thumbs up. It's like, wh what? But no, that that's not how it works. Yeah. If you have issues, you you tell them there's issues, and, and you you know you don't give it a thumbs up. You give it a maybe or a no. Yeah. Or or you even give it, and we've done this before on MMO Bomb before, Jason. Like review pending. You know, right. we're, we're just like, you know what? This one we're going to need a little more time for. And yeah, right. we, we obviously want first looks and stuff like that to be up on launch day or as close to launch day as we can. But there are games that just, you know, it, it takes longer for you to adequately express to somebody in a 15, 20 minute video what the game is about. And you kind of do a, you know what, review pending. My personal review on it is still pending. There are aspects that I really, really like. But Jason, I am not alone in the PC issues. And if we can refer back to Metacritic again, that's a pretty big audience that's having those types of issues right now. How's your Cyberpunk review in progress coming? You got, you got that figured out yet? No, I <laughs> I'm waiting <laughs> they, for that to be a complete game. <laughs> didn't they just have a big update? Yeah, apparently. Apparently you can't uh, find that game on shelves in stores, by the way. Like, and, uh, people are just buying it like crazy. Dark Once physical horses. copies. Dark Horse is releasing some figures as well, I saw. Oh. But anyway, uh, Jason, Elden yeah. Ring kind of getting the shitty end of the stick from players, particularly yeah. on PC when it comes to Metacritic. It was like 5.8 on Metacritic, and even on Steam, it's, it's mixed. It's like 68% or something like that. And it is, it's all about the performance issues, as you mentioned. That's what's really hampering a lot of people on PC. Not so much on the consoles, it's fine there, I think. But on PC, it's a real issue. It is. That, that is a problem, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It is it is an issue. Now, I mean if you like if you like the Souls series by the way cuz that obviously it's from software, you know. So Soul series, Bloodborne, that type of stuff and that difficulty with more strategic or uh counterattacking rock paper scissors almost mentality with the the combat. It's here. 
but it's different. And, and like, it's hard to explain. Uh, it's not quite Demon Souls because they're doing this whole open world, almost, you know, Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, thing. And I love that aspect for the same exact reasons that I loved Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, in that, you know, you and I was telling my, my brother Havoc this. I said, it's one of those games where you're like, hey, what's that over there? And you go to look at it, and then you spend all evening in a dungeon that has nothing to do with the main story. Uh, and you just get so sidetracked that you're like, well, I guess I'll pick up the main story tomorrow because, you know, well, this is what I'm doing tonight. And I love that. Uh, I have picked a astrologer or astrologer. Um, so it's kind of like a battle mage, almost a red mage. <laughs> so you can imagine why I picked it. A and I am enjoying it. Uh, but the performance issues on PC are bad, are bad. When it comes to frame rate, it's got issues. When it, this afternoon, it's one of those games that, it, and it's the souls thing, right? Where you die and all your souls stay there, uh, except it's runes and you got to go reclaim them. And if you die in the meantime, you just lose them. I hate that gameplay mechanic in any game, including the Soul series. But I enjoy the Soul series enough that you know it doesn't ruin it for me. My souls, I got killed. Surprised, surprise. My runes dropped, Jason. And then the game froze Ooh. when I respawned. And I was like, you know what? I'm uh, I'm just going to wait till it responds. Like, I'm not close. I got like 4,000. So I'm at the beginning of the game. So that's a lot at the beginning. Uh, I got 4,000 souls sitting on the freaking map. I'm not touching this thing. <laughs> Finally, it just completely goes non-responsive and crashes. And I'm like, no. I boot up and it gives me a warning that's like, hey, you didn't shut this game down right the last time. And I was like, no, you didn't shut the game down right last time. <laughs> it always blames us for that. Yeah, it really right? does. It was like, just just so you know, you might lose progress. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm hoping I didn't boot up. My souls are not on the map. I'm like, shit. Oh. So it is. it can be, it's not just like, hey, a frame stutter here and there. There are legitimate bugs that hurt your gameplay. That's the added difficulty level. <laughs> ratchet <laughs> just to ratchet it up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to wait for a review. I'm probably not going to stream a lot of this either because actually it's doing really... It, for the huge streamers out there, it's going gonzo and there's tons of viewers watching. Please don't take what I'm about to say as it's not doing well on Twitch. It is doing very well on Twitch. But if you aren't one of those thousands of viewers every time people... It's probably not in your best interest to stream Elden Ring uh, because it actually has been hurting like the mid-tier streamers, the people that are like 30, 40,000 followers. Uh, it has been hurting their streams a bit because the people that want to play it don't want to watch it. You know, they don't want anything spoiled. So I don't know. I'm going to hold on my review. Jason, I know this is one you've been watching for a while. You, it wasn't going to be a day one for you. Uh, a day one purchase, but let's set the issues aside. Looking at gameplay and the style of gameplay and the world and, and everything you've seen about it now, is this a future purchase for you at all at this point? Or are you undecided or have you totally shifted into the no category? It's still a maybe. Because, you know, once this stuff gets forward, honestly, once it goes on sale, probably, because I just don't think I want to be that interested in it. But uh, what I am hearing is that it is... Not like you said, not as bad because of the open world nature of it. So you can kind of go around and do more stuff to level up to get more strength yes. to deal with something and come back to it. So yeah, not quite as punishing as the previous games. So it's something I'll still keep on my radar, but it's not like on my wish list or anything. If I feel like it someday and it's on sale or whatever, then I'll pick it up. Yod, where are you on the spectrum here? Not was never really a fan of the Soul series and stuff like that. I mean, it's really pretty, and I mean, if it's you know free on game pass or whatever at some point sure i'll play it probably but but this is not one you're gonna buy no probably not you could become a scottish lord though like in i real already life. am a scottish lord in real life yeah i already am oh did your wife get you one yeah. of those things oh yeah i get, we got it a long time a long while ago it's it's the... well then never mind but uh, if you want to enter a contest bandai namco <laughs> is holding one 
to promote the game where you can the, the, send them the, an email. The wife is uh, the wife is handing me my title. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. They, they, I I am a Scottish lord. <laughs> there it is. Now you mentioned yeah. Game Pass, and it should yeah. we should note here, and this isn't really in the show notes. So I'll get your gut reactions from it. Uh, obviously, the Steam Deck has released. It has now started becoming a, something in the wild. Uh, mm -hmm. People, the reviews are kind of mixed, generally positive, uh, but also a little bit of maybe wait a little bit because there's a lot of bugginess in the software that you know needs to be uh, parsed out, and the fans are a little louder than people thought. I, I don't want to talk <laughs> about the Steam Deck and the reviews. We'll go into that when I actually have mine in my hand in, in a couple of months. I'm part of Wave 2, so okay. uh, Q2 sometime this year. But on this topic... They also were talking to uh, Gabe Newell about a subscription service like a Game Pass on Steam. And Gabe said, you know what? I don't think it's something we uh, we think we need to do ourselves. We, we just don't need to build a subscription service right now. But for Microsoft, it's a pretty popular option. And you know what? Hello? We'd be more than happy to work with them to get that on Steam. <laughs> And collectively, you heard Tim Sweeney break down in tears, Jason. Uh, God, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, they take 30% off. That's all I've got. That's that's, like he's talking, that's his only talking point now. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Even, I, I, what do you think? Yeah. Game Pass rolling PC uh, version onto Steam? I mean, I'm already playing Game Pass on PC. It's just on the Xbox app as opposed to on Steam. So no, it doesn't matter for you. No, not really. Jason, I mean, if he'd have done it before they did that dollar a month thing a couple months ago, I'd consider it. But now that I've got that, it's like, well, you're invested already. Oh, well, I'll shop around. I'll see whatever the best price is. If, if they that's can true. Me that's that. true. That's true. Kind of, that, right? I did have to step back and go. That's pretty cool. But what would Microsoft's possible impetus to be on Steam be? Like, the, yeah. what would the impetus be? If you're Microsoft, Jason, is there a reason that you want to be on Steam? I mean, obviously, maybe the audience you'd be getting the ad in front of that for some would reason, want to be on Steam? maybe. But, like, why share that revenue? We already talked this week on other Always Online podcast on MMO Bomb about Bethesda closing its launcher down in a couple of months here and moving everything over to Steam and the revenue sharing that they're now going to have to do with Steam. If you're Microsoft... You don't have to worry about the number of people using your platform in any way, shape, or form. Is there a benefit to Microsoft to be on Steam, or is this just Valve, you know, coming off as the nice guy, knowing this is something that's never going to happen? I think it is more that latter. Yeah, no, I don't really see it happening. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, if it was any other company, like if it was a Sony Game Pass type deal. I can see them because the architecture is already there to integrate into PC and you got a community going there. But because it's Microsoft, Microsoft owns this whole thing yeah. already. So and that's kind of a good no point, need. though. That's kind of a good point. We're starting to see screenshots of different things Sony's, Sony is doing with apps. Mm -hmm. We know that by spring, Jason, we're going to see their version or at least uh, the initial version of their subscription service. Uh, to counter-rival the, the Game Pass, it might be an incredibly good play for them to put it on Steam since they don't have the PC structure that Microsoft does, the general availability. And you know what? You gain a lot of ground if you're willing to give up a little money now and put it in front of Steam's users. Right. Yeah. And I mean, You're right. Yeah. So verbose. I told you I didn't get good sleep last night. I'm kind of <laughs> half here. We, we know Sony's not against buying a community since they bought, you know, Bungie. Yeah, they they bought your so. your community. They bought you yep. all up, all of you and your buddies. Which we'll they get back to that in a bit. I think That's we have something else to talk about first. You. What's go ahead, Jason? Sorry. The entire deal is just to buy Yod. <laughs> yes, they just they wanted Yod. For Yod. They just wanted Yod. Other big releases, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, releasing on the PlayStation 5 to an 88 
uh, Metascore by 114 critics and an 8.2 by over 6,500 players. So doing very, very well out mm-hmm. there in the critical verse. Uh, I have not played this one yet. I've played everything on today's show oh except God, really? this a new one. game you haven't played. I know. I just haven't. I haven't had time. The forty hours per day, Jason. It's just not <laughs> enough. It's just not enough. I have watched some of it. I obviously watched ACG character review. I love ACG. Uh, go check them out. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, this is definitely one I will get around to. I don't know when. I wasn't like a huge fan of the first one. I thought it was pretty. It was a nice game. I played through it fantastic i'll probably never touch it again cool there's a sequel i'll get around to it at some point uh but if you like action adventure and you have a playstation 5 i guess is the more you know important aspect of things or you can wait until it comes out on pc yeah yeah i mean you go wait what like probably about a year or something like that at least how long did i wait to play dawn zero dawn (laughs) oh yeah that's right but you really liked Zero Dawn when you finally got into it. I did. Yeah, I really did. That's why I haven't watched a single minute of this yet, because I don't want spoilers. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. So you're ducking it totally. Mm-hmm. So let's say it comes out on PC January 1st next year. Are you day one? Probably. It w- you like the Maybe. first one that much? May, uh, l- Look we'll at this! Jason likes a game! <laughs> oh, my God. Something other than Total War. Well, I've been playing Crusader Kings all month. I'm going to play hard, uh, End of Dragons next week. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that next week and get your initial impressions there. Yeah, clip it. Jason liked a game enough to say, yeah, it's probably a day one. It's it's probably easier to say it's a day one, too, when you have no idea what that date will be, and it'll probably be at least a year from now. So that's a little beneficial. What's this? Does this one do anything for you, Yod? I did play the uh, the original. I, I did play through the original. Um, it was on uh, PS Plus a, a while back. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I bought the expand uh, the DLCs and stuff after I played through it. So it, it was a lot of fun. Um, enough to buy the new game at this point, probably not. I do have a few friends that are obsessed with it, though, so I get all the, you know, cool stuff, information from them of, oh, my God, this happened. Oh, my God, that looks so cool. That type of deal. Yeah. So. And really, yeah, I mean, you can play this on PlayStation 4, but this really should be one you play on PlayStation 5, at right. least until it's out on PC. Right. Uh, and but running a first-gen stock ps4 so that is also kind of why there's a little bit of review bombing going on in the game Mm -hmm. for a few different reasons i want to see if any of these matter to you uh first off uh alloy is not feminine enough for some people and in fact might have a beard because the damn camera shot and pictures that were released had the audacity to show facial peach fuzz on a human being I, the, 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 the response the I saw to that was, was tell us you've never been near a woman without telling you've never been near a woman. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the, the, the sheer fact that they can include that in a video game character tells you how strong that graphics engine is. Of course, that's only if you've actually been up close with an actual female of your species. <laughs> now, does it have peach fuzz physics as well? Do they move in the wind or something? I think it does. Jason, oh, wow. you, you keep getting quiet. Pull your mic closer. You keep like, <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Uh, there mean, are some accusations too, yeah. though, that they've been like copy pastaing some stuff from and some animations from the original game too. That doesn't bother do? me. No, yeah, that doesn't bother. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, especially with the same kind of monsters, you know. The the review yeah, bombing stuff is just dumb. It's just dumb. I, I, I mean. Critters that were critters or people that were in the first game are gonna move the same as they did in the first game because they're still that character or that mm-hmm. critter, you know. It's it's oh that it boggles my mind <laughs> that people would be annoyed by that. This is another one that surprise surprise though, gentlemen. There are bugs. Uh, there are uh, some some bugs in there as far as animations and some quests mm-hmm. not completing because you didn't take the exact path you were supposed to take to get to the objective even though you made it to the quest objective so 
little bit of bugginess going on in there. Uh, when I get my hands on it, I, I will certainly let you know. Now, that one I will stream. That one I, I'll go ahead and stream. And then I guess, Jason, you and I could just turn it over to Yod for the next five <laughs> minutes. Because yours, man. Destiny to the Witch Queen expansion has come out. Yes. I'll give my five my five pennies worth of info here because I'm not through the entire story yet. Okay. Uh, I did start it on launch day, but I've only had a chance to like touch it twice with Elden Ring and everything else. Uh, and I'm trying to get a little further in Swords of Legends Online for the first look coming up in about a week and a half on MMO Bomb for that when they drop their expansion and they go free to play the first week of March. Um Honestly, it's destiny. Like it's 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 more destiny. It's fun, Jason. You just keep reading. You're fine. Like enjoy your novel. Yeah, I got yeah. my reading material right here. Enjoy your novel, the, the Witch Queen expansion. Uh, I, it it, it it's is destiny. Um, it is destiny, but it's also a little bit more. Well, I'll let you speak to the little bit more then, because uh, I'm not all the way through it. It's more destinier than it's, destiny. It's, 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 <laughs> yes, it's, it's destinier, destinier than destiny. They've boosted they, they the did, destiny. They did. They did. They Yo, actually listened to fans a little bit in this case. Oh, so they, they unvaulted stuff. They, they unvaulted a no, bit of stuff because no. you're on Mars again. Oh, so they didn't lock those dungeons behind no, the digit. No. no. Oh, no. No, no. no. But so they, they, they listened to fans you, on other stuff then. They did give you a harder mode a, a legendary edition which in in the original destiny that that was something you could do when you went through campaign was you could go through normal mode or you could go through hard mode and they kind of nixed that when they came to destiny 2 and a lot of people were annoyed by that because you want more challenge sometimes and well it was a lot of freaking fun going through the more challenging version with a few couple of friends and unlike with uh other um, other versions of things in Destiny, like dungeons and and uh, nightfalls and raids and stuff like that, where if you go in as a group or as one person, it's still that hard. So, which which would make going through you know a raid single person really impressive. In legendary mode, it actually gets harder if you have more people. There's there's more of a challenge there. And uh, me and two two of my friends in our in our clan went through it. Um, a lot of fun, really cool, really challenging. Had to figure out some new strategies. And the the reason we found out exactly how hard it was was there there is a little bit of a problem when we were going through it. There's a point in time if you're going through a crew with a crew, and I I don't know if it happens in normal mode or not, but at one point in time you have to touch this portal. And for some reason, unlike with all the other times when you touch the portal, everybody gets ported through. Every single person on the fire team has to touch the portal. And this is partially also my fault because I didn't touch. I either didn't touch it long enough because something happens where, you know, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Something, But you have to touch the portal. And if you don't touch it, your story doesn't continue to progress. But I continue to get the legendary achievements because we're going through the legendary missions so at the end of the the story they got their rewards but i didn't womp womp yeah so i was like what's going on we checked the forums a, a couple other people were having this issue and then i looked at my map and i'm like it still says i'm back on step 11 of 19 nice so we went in there and did it regular version classic as they call it so much easier so oh my what God. i got from this is that it it gets harder if there's more people yes uh you like it hard <laughs> i do you didn't touch it long enough i didn't and you didn't get the happy ending <laughs> but i went back and touched it well enough and then got the happy ending after some more extended play uh <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, always, sometimes it takes the extended play. I'll tell sometimes you what, though. Like, did I, you get your legendary reward? Yeah, did. I did. Yeah, at the end. At yeah. The end of the story, They're mailing him boots. <laughs> yes, yes. And instead of a T-shirt, they are going to try to replace our entire wardrobes now because they also offered hoodies at one point. So you can get hoodies, T-shirts, boots. And I'm guessing there's going to be Destiny pants at some point. 
<laughs> so hoods and booty, got it. He's, yep, hoods and booty. He can't wait for the next expansion so he can get that magic Destiny banana hammock. Uh, uh, I can't wait for the next expansion either. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Um, and And the story was executed well. Really well. So... All right, Guardians. Next topic. All right, yes. Guardians. Let's move along. <laughs> I, I will say I'm enjoying it too. I'm not done with the story. Uh, I'm playing it more solo, so that's fine. And um, I will say there's 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 a little more grindy spots in this one. At least it seems to me than there have been in the previous ones, Yod, where you find yourself like, mm, nope, you're gonna go ahead and need to get twelve to fifteen more gear points before we'll we're gonna let you take this next story quest on. Uh, and yeah, that I've, I rem- remember that happening in previous expansions, but it's it's, mm-hmm. it's maybe maybe it's just I haven't played in a while. I don't know. It does seem to be a I, little I guess, more of that. I, I guess it didn't quite come into play with my crew because. Uh, yeah, well, since, yeah. I mean, when, you're yeah. Well, when you go through Legendary Edition, your character is actually capped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're actually I think it's ten light levels below. <laughs> the light level that you need to right, be there. Right, the required level. So, yeah. So it, it didn't really come into play as much for us. Generally positive reviews so far on this one. So, Yad, you and I will keep everybody posted if our stances change. But so far, it's a thumbs up from me. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's yeah. probably two from you. Oh, yeah. Let's hit some miscellaneous news. And in this one, I like to call this No Shit Sherlock. Uh, EA acknowledges the Battlefield 2042 failure with the town hall with a town hall post mortem. You know that game that was nominated for outstanding technical achievement by Dice. Uh, I told you it was an achievement, <laughs> just not a good one. Now, Jason, they've already said before publicly, like you know, they were disappointed with this or they didn't like the how many bugs. But but during a town hall, a internal town hall, not an external financial call, uh, there were some. Let's say stronger language used about the situation with Battlefield 2042. I'm trying to find which was actually said by her. Uh, Laura Miele, EA's chief studio officer, uh, failed to meet the expectations of our players and also clearly missed our own expectations. Well, she said all this new tech was basically a new engine. Oh, no, that's some, that's yeah. the reviewer was saying. She said, uh, yeah, add up all this new innovation. All this ambition for the new project. See, they didn't fail because they were bad. They failed because they were they tried to do so much. They wanted to make it so great, so amazing. And we just they just missed the mark. It's your favorite phrase. It's through. your favorite phrase. We missed the mark. They they add a global pandemic halfway into the project. I was gonna say. Where the game team decided to work from home, we ended up with more new variables in development than we have ever experienced that. before. They missed the and mark. Then, they got COVID. All it needs is an in case you missed it, and it's the Jason Winter trifecta. Oh, my God. <laughs> the uh, best part of this is that they, on this call, blamed Halo Infinite. <laughs> right. How, you can blame another game on your own failures. What? The- they actually blamed Halo Infinite. According to Melee... The comparison between both games was not favorable. <laughs> because <laughs> don't Halo, say. Because Halo Infinite was a very polished title. Oh, and by the way, the free-to-play really took them by surprise, too. I don't know how. <laughs> like, you saw Warzone for a year do its free thing really well. It was very polished title. Whereas Battlefield 24? Not so much. Not so much. Uh... Oh, Halo, if you weren't a thing, we'd be a better game. <laughs> We'd have gotten away with it, too, if it hadn't been for that <laughs> Halo kids. If it hadn't been for that Master Chief. <laughs> if Halo multiplayer, infinite multiplayer wasn't there, you'd still have your 1,000-some-odd bugs that you know is a technical <sighs> yeah. achievement. So we've got some, uh, on the shooter front here, we've got some Call of Duty rumors that we've reported on on MMOBomb.com, the first of which being that Zombies is going to get some type of free-to-play release this year. The other one is that the 2023 version of the annual title, Call of Duty, is rumored to be delayed and is going to be bounced into 2024. And this would mark... I think mark- 23 is when the Zombies is that's replacing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Next year. Right, 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 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Okay. And so that would mark the first time in a very long time that there wasn't a mainline 
Call of Duty annual title. Okay. I may generally think that that's a good thing, personally. And I, I, I think you two would, too. That, like, yeah. hey, that might mm-hmm. be better for Call of Duty in the long run. Because clearly once a year is really hurting the quality of the product. But Matt Piscatella on social media doesn't tend to agree. If you don't know Matt Piscatella, it's the executive director and video game industry advisor at the NPD group. He says, and let me know if you agree with this, that this would be a huge blow to retail if that happened. And to the premium gaming segment as a whole, it would also accelerate the shift away from premium releases where consumers purchase up front to games supported by the sales of DLC or microtransactions. Not sure that that acceleration could be slowed afterwards. Subscription spending growth already turning exponential and recurring spending already becoming majority of spend on consoles this would basically cause a leap forward in those trends. Big repercussions uh, possible if true. Jason, agree or disagree? Bullshit. Excuse me. You don't think so? <laughs> this is like when we talk about uh, Microsoft owning 10% of the gaming industry. Like, okay, sure, that's a decent amount, but that's not everything. If Battle or if, if Call of Duty doesn't launch this year, okay, that's like, I mean, Call of Duty is a pretty big deal. But it's not that much. It's not going to totally torch the entire gaming industry if Call of Duty doesn't come out next year. And there still will be the Call of Duty Zombies thing. So, okay, that's not a re- if it's free to play, it's not a retail thing. So, or so yeah, it's like this guy's just full of it. He just wants he wants things to stay the same. He wants to, to keep to keep the retail going up, up, up all the time. Sometimes it's going to take a little bit of a step backwards, a tiny little step. But that's that's not how capitalism works. It's always got to go up. Yod, agree or disagree? I agree with Jason. Yeah, actually, he's and, like uh, agree, but not with Matt. <laughs> he's right? Like, agree <laughs> with Jason. Well, well are, so let me things... let me throw this out here before you okay. before you go because somebody some some people did ask on Twitter. Hey, you know, how okay. does Call of Duty skipping a year accelerate a turn into mm. DLC or microtransactions based games. There's a ton of other single player or premium games in development right now. There's going to be mm. a huge market for them for the foreseeable future. Mm. Not sure why any companies would be willing to turn their back on that. Specifically, I'm quoting right. uh, somebody named Zach Carey. And Matt does reply. He says, what happens to annual Call of Duty buyers that don't have a new premium version to buy one ho- this holiday and are instead funneled into Warzone, the existing stuff. Their spending shifts from premium to recurrent, and a continued shift to recurrent doesn't mean all premium games vanish. Matt's point just being, hey, when you start seeing increased spending in that recurrent, you start shifting as a company resources to support that recurrent behavior rather than go work on next year's game. Oh no! Well, single player games are gonna die again because yeah. the service is all that's out there. Wasn't this yeah, talking, like 2015 or so? It's like it, nah. it's there. There's several game types nah. that I've always thought of as from a from a consumer point of view as a a money sink that really should be a DLC rather than a premium, you know, upfront buy whatever the frick he's talking about title. Things like um, Call of Duty where the the play style doesn't really change. Your controls don't change game to game. It's just, you know, new maps and new missions. Things like um, Madden and, and uh, MLB, tw- uh, whatever year it is, and all the sports games. You could just do DLCs downloading new players because your, your gameplay is the same every single game. And that would you would be able to reallocate you know some resources in your company to making a better premium title right. that is a single player title where these titles that they're constantly beating their head against the the animations don't change the character names might but the animations don't 
So, so you know, you're, you're, it might you're giving be this clown too much credit. Ninja Panda <laughs> saying, "So what yeah. if it's delayed for a year? Just means the new one's gonna fly off the shelf." <laughs> no, no, because once you delay Call of Duty once, no one will ever do another Call of Duty ever. again. Ever. Never. That, yeah, that's never. another thing. Nope. It's like, how many times was Halo Infinite delayed? They're still gonna make another one. <laughs> hey, you know? that. That whole Ubisoft Skull and Bones thing we were talking about a few weeks ago and oh, a few yeah. weeks before that, uh, apparently it's set for release for next fiscal year, which technically nice. I don't, could I don't be anywhere from April through March. <laughs> April through March. Uh, we did report on MMO Bomb, too, that if you were looking for the single-player aspect of that, you're assed out. It's going Ew. Yeah, it's going to be just the multiplayer stuff now. And hey, wow. uh, Ubisoft might be, you know open for purchasing i mean it's not exactly anything that any company wouldn't say jason they're just kind of like we're not for sale but if the offer's right <laughs> yeah, 68.9 billion dollars whatever it was how many bethesdas would it take though how right. many bethesdas would it take <laughs> so good old ubisoft I'll, I'll sell myself for 69.9 yeah, i'm not for sale what do you either want me to do? i'm not for sale either but if you want to throw an offer out there, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'll listen. <laughs> I'll say I love Yu-Gi-Oh for that much money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So in uh, other fun news this week, here's a little bit of <laughs> – you got. Oh, tri- we had a lot of fun with this. Yeah. So actually, I kind of liked the little snippet video we're showing here for Street Fighter Six. I'm not a huge <laughs> fighting game guy, but I do have my favorites, Street Fighter and Soul Calibur. Uh, so this, I, I very much like seeing this and I was like, all right, here we go. Let's start getting some info on street fighter six. And then they dropped the logo on us, Jason. Holy <laughs> hell. Look at that beauty. Look at that beauty. Which one, which one's a street fighter logo? Which one is actually an $80 logo I can get on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's what the one on the right is. That's, that's just some random the one on the right is. Yeah. That's from Adobe's stock site for eighty dollars. Yep. But they changed three things on it, so technically it's legal. The one on the left is Ninja Pandas is Street Fighter Six's revealed logo. The one on the right mm-hmm. is an eighty dollar asset from Adobe. And there's yeah, another I... one in a uh, Taiwanese retailer that looks very similar as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like Capcom's familiar with getting sued over art or anything. No, they never copied the logo before. The never. Four thing that the photographer. Hey, hey that was settled out of yeah. court. Shut up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but there wasn't, there, and there wasn't three different things changed on that artwork. Is it photoshopped? No, it is not. <laughs> I can actually, honestly, be honestly believe that it's it wasn't copied. They didn't get it from that. But I think it's just so generic looking. Of course, it's going to look like something else. If I do a, right. I, I do don't a logo know, that's man. just you know, a J and a W or something, it's going to look like someone else's logo. Even out the there. little odds and ends on this, Jason, like the down on the top uh, side or side, part of the F. top part of the, the F, the yeah. or the down the on the S. You know, it's like all those oddball angles that don't mm-hmm. accentuate the letter; they just accentuate the design. If that makes sense, Yod. Uh, yeah. Those are the same on both of right, these. Right, right. It's uh, on the on the uh, Adobe stock one, on the Taiwanese one. They're a little different. They're different enough that it's not the same logo. Mike, show the other thing that I put in chat or like the earlier, just a little earlier. Like, first of all, it's a shitty logo anyway, because compared to the other ones that came before it. If you have that compare, if you can pull that up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me. I gotta go to. My thing. Link. Yeah, link it to also, me. That's the part we're ignoring. Even if it's not copyright, even if it's not some stolen copyrighted thing. You know, uh, also, the logos re- it used to have, and this one is like. Yeah. This came up on a board meeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hold on. I'm uh, I'm adding it to the to the show here real quick. Yeah, well, while you do that, Ryu looks like he's been juicing. I mean, yeah, the thing I thought about Ryu, people were like, oh, yeah. he's got toes that move now. And I'm thinking, this yeah. is like Fancy Star Online 2, and they're so happy with the fingers. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's got separate toes. Oh, whoop de doo Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going to add that here. So, Oh, my God, I forgot. I forgot what about you, this. What did you forget about? What did you forget about? <laughs> oh, my God. That is not Ryu. <laughs> it's Ryu. <laughs> it's Ryu. Dude, the app's the app's a little slow. I can't see it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ryu. Uh, it's no. Ryu. No. Oh god. 
I was no, like, it is not. I was oh like, what God. is image one? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, Mike. That's All terrible. Right, so here you again. go. Here yeah. are the logos for Street Fighter one through five. Mm-hmm. Up next to the one for Street Fighter Six. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why would you do that? Look at how they murdered my boy. <laughs> I, I, I think I agree with you, Mike. That there's going to be such back, there's such backlash that they're gonna. This is go getting back sonic. Go, oh, this, this is this is a promo. <laughs> that's this, this that's... Is, yeah, yeah, it's getting sonic. <laughs> it's a verb now. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting sonic. Well, so yeah. look, looking yeah. at these, looking at these logos, right? The the the, the different from original Street Fighter to Street Fighter Five, Street yeah. Fighter V. They look almost like graffiti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a very organic graffiti feel to them. Street Fighter Six oh. looks like a. It, it looks like a, a corporate. Wait, wait, Jason's got an oh. epiphany. I've got an epiphany. Don't they use hexagons to symbolize NFTs now? Ooh. Oh, shit. Oh. Street Fighter 6, the NFT. Oh, I mean, Street Fighter 5 took a lot of flack when it first came out. It did. For the way they handled microtransactions in that yeah. one. Oh, my. Oh my. Okay, I just want to leave this topic. I'm honestly I think I'm just going to see that. You've spooked me. You've spooked me. Knockout City. Actually, I kind of like this game. Um, not as much as Rocket League though, and that's unfortunately the like competitive area that it sits in. So much so that it's going free to play. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and EA's not publishing it anymore. They're leaving. I liked it for like the three days I played it, and then I was like, you know, yeah, yeah it's all I mean, right. Yeah, but I can eh. see it doing well for free to play. I don't. I think, and Jason yeah. and I talked about this. I have no idea why this tried to launch with a box fee. Yeah, L- like it yeah. or not, you well, may not think your competition is Rocket League, but in that environment, two on two, three on three, that type of yeah, your competition yeah. is games like Rocket League. They are all yep. free to play. They are all free. But yeah, to play. I, I can I can see it doing well because you know you, you sell the outfits, you sell special ball skins, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the God. little things. <laughs> go to Next the, topic. Go to the shop and buy some ball skins. <laughs> This isn't gaming related, but (laughs) I just thought this was great. Like, even if you're not a fan of The Office, I love oddball stuff like Mm. this. I know you're not. I love The Office. I love this concept. (laughs) Just it happens to relate Mm -hmm. to The Office. Uh, Kevin Malone's famous chili recipe in in that episode. Uh, That recipe was actually found in Peacock. That is Comcast's streaming Mm. service. Uh, it was actually found in the end user license agreement. It's listed in there. I kind of like that. You know, whether you're not an Office fan or not, that doesn't matter. I wish more companies did stupid stuff like mm. that. Because I mean, oh, who was it, Jason? That, that somebody just recently, their terms of service, um, had a section saying that it did not apply to aliens. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Who was that? that? Was, um... We covered it for MMO bomb. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It was either. it's somebody recent too. Was it New World? No, I don't no. think it was. Oh, Lost Ark. It was Lost Ark. Lost Ark. Okay, that's, I yeah, think yeah. it was Lost Ark. Yeah, you're right. I think. Um, so I I like that, but I really love this. I really yeah. love this. Laura Mille, Chief Operating Officer. This is the one that said, "Hey, you know, Battlefield not doing so great." <laughs> Addressed the was the keynote speech at the at the Dice Convention. Um, she's taking a lot of flack for this speech right now, but she stood up in the keynote at the Dice Convention. Okay, your audience is the industry at that convention, mm-hmm. and the keynote was called "Realizing Our Full Potential to Lead the Modern Entertainment Industry." But she went on to talk about leaders of these companies and the basics. 
of running a company. Quote, we've seen leaders at the highest level fall short of setting the right standards. I don't care how successful the business leader or the business is. Leaders who fall short of this must go with far higher standards and expect of expectations and measures that come from everywhere. Investors, board of directors, leadership teams. And it can come from all of us across the industry. We need a safe place for places for people of all races, gender, sexual orientation, and abilities. The teams making games must represent the world in which we are serving. So, of course, people who didn't read the entire keynote or see the keynote or anything are like, toxic EA. I mean, you're, you do microtransactions and unethical this and unethical that and unethical that. And all of that may be true, but that's very whataboutism. That's very red herring. Let's shift it to something else. That's not what she's talking about here. She's talking about if you can't run your company with respect for your employees, then you don't deserve to be in business to then make any of those other decisions. She literally used the term basics. I love that this happened. I love that she was direct, Jason. I love that she didn't dance around it. And you could, it, it, it stopped just shy of putting Bobby Kotick's name in the damn thing. Yeah. Like it, it ju stopped just shy. It stopped just shy of doing anything because it's like, yeah, okay, it's great you're saying all this. We have zero tolerance to this. When something actually happens, they're going to be like, well, we need to look at all the angles and stuff. I actions first. Every, every, oh, every no doubt. No doubt. This. Yes, yes, yes. Every company says this. But when some highly paid executive does something wrong, they're going to be like, well, we don't know if we can do this. Oh, I still like I, that. I, I still like that. Yeah, words are definitely cheap. Words are definitely cheap. But it's also very easy to not say anything. Right. It's very easy to just, hey, it's not my circus, not my monkeys. I'm not going to say anything. And as as of this point in time, because they've been because they've already been contracted as CEOs and such like that, and leader those leadership positions, their contracts already state that you have to look at all these angles in order to remove them without their golden parachute. Let's slide over and finish the show up. Good point, Yad. I can't I can't really I'm not gonna override that one with any other thought. Let's do game of the week. Game of the week is how we end every episode of the gaming gumbo here on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, Ready Check Radio, Twitch, chat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Each of the three of us are going to recommend a game. Could be a video game, board game, card game, whatever. Could be something we're playing now, played in the past, or haven't played, but think you should check out. And you let us know in the comments your thoughts on anything we discussed on today's show and who gave the best recommendation. Yad, I'm going to let you go first. Is there any doubt what I'm going to say? It's Witch Queen. Uh, and Walker for week seven in a row. Okay, good. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's got, yeah. Witch That's me too, Witch Queen. Yeah, pretty easy one for you. And I'm pretty sure Jason's is going to be easy this week as well. You. Huh? Are you sure it's going to be easy this week? I think so. No, I, I don't think it is. I think you're going to go with Crusader Kings 3. I think I'm not. Oh, I'm, sorry. I already, I'm not. I'm not a coward like you guys and do the same thing week after week. I actually come up with new ideas. Oh, okay. I what have do you original got? thoughts every now and what then. What do you got? So, <laughs> a game that I gave as my game of the week a while ago. <laughs> when, when it was a, I want to play this. I really am looking forward to playing this. Now I've actually played it. It's the Stardew Valley board game, which we got in the house. <laughs> oh my! We played several times, and it's a lot of fun. It plays. It's got a real good analog to the video game. You do a lot of similar stuff in there, and it just it feels like playing the video game. So, great, a lot of fun, a lot of bits to it, a lot of uh, fun stuff in there, and I'd heartily recommend it. I'm gonna give. I you could probably guess mine, Jason. You could probably guess. And Walker. It is not. not Witch Queen. It is not Witch Queen. Elden I'm Ring. It is not. I'm gonna give it to that. Total War Warhammer Three. Oh, oh yeah, my God. I've been playing it on Game Pass, uh, kind of putting the new laptop through its paces while I was doing the streaming stuff with it. And I'm not huge into the Total War franchise, nowhere near the buff Jason is, but I have enjoyed the Warhammer ones in the past, and I am enjoying this one so far. It's on Game Pass. You can't go wrong. 
go check it out. Let us know who gave the best recommendation in the comments. We'll be back, of course, Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern with our episode of The Relic Grind, Final Fantasy XIV, the Square Enix podcast, and next Saturday at 7 p.m. here with Gaming Gumbo. Don't go anywhere after the show, gang. We've got Torchwick coming on live with a stream. What's up, sir? Uh, not much. Just chilling. What about you? I well, I was just doing this show, Gaming Gumbo. Oh. I don't know if you've heard of it. Like, <laughs> no, I can I interest you in buying some ball skins? <laughs> what game you playing tonight? <laughs> you don't deserve to know after that one, but I'm playing Majora's Mask. Oh, your uncle will be thrilled. He has missed you the last couple of weeks. He's missed you. Give us a few minutes to switch things over, chat, and we'll be right back with Torchwick. Until next week, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, <laughs> Yod Artworks on Twitter, Yod Artworks on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason? On Twitter, Winter Informal, well, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. Well, no, I will not show you my ball skins. <laughs> Thank God. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, and you'll know every time we go live with a podcast or a streamer, and we're having some fun. Come hang out. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Yeah.